Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Oh, hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 109 of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared. I am one of your hosts, Jim Viscardi, and I am joined today by Christian Hoffer. Megan Peters is off doing uh, other other things. Uh, so we have uh, just the two of us today. And yes. normally, when it is just the two of us, we... Uh, we usually have a good time and we agree on things. Yeah, I was about to say we uh don't don't have to be mean to each other. Um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh man. So uh how was your community day, Jim? Uh I know I had you- a pretty good I, I had a pretty good community day. Uh Rankin was in uh in the chat hanging out with me, which was great. I got two shinies. I only um I probably could have gotten more if I played a bit more, but I got I got two and I was able to, to evolve and I had, a, I got a, a decent one, a decent enough one to go and evolve it all the way, all the way up. And so, um, so I'll take it. I'll take it. No, no hundos, uh, in general, no regular hundo or shiny hundos, but, um, you know, that's, uh, that's the look for 99 cents. I'm in. We yeah. talked about this. That is a great price for community days especially for for pokemon that are are harder to get yeah no i i i really enjoyed the gibble one um it was cracking me up like uh they they didn't turn down the uh you know uh the the difficult not the difficulty but you know like you know gibble catching catching gibble is a pain in the butt gibble gibble is a chompy little dude and like i could not get the timing down on um you know when i'm chucking pokeballs at this stupid you know, little land shark, you know, um, usually like the animation for when it does its little attack animation, they're usually a little bit shorter. So like I can time it. So like, you know, it's like, okay, he's attacking. That means he's not going to immediately attack again. (laughs) Um, And so like, usually that's how I like time things uh, on, on the attacks and, you know, like his animation, even though the animation length is about the same, like the, stupid circle doesn't pop up for like maybe like only like a quarter second and so i was messing up uh the animation so yeah. i i probably I, wasted like 50 pokeballs on that alone i was in almost embarrassed on uh, the number of pokeballs i wasted yesterday because it was it was rough <laughs> and so but but i got it I, I i did see that people were like i guess people had not seen what a shiny garchomp looked like and so uh we're just uh you know upset uh about, you know, about the colors and look we have our we have our opinions about shiny colors and, and stuff on the show we have we have complained our fair share about that as well but um it is just you know, everyone, everyone, I, I think I've said this before. Uh, anyone who is complaining about shiny Garchomp uh, will be eating crow when Mega Garchomp comes out because shiny Mega Garchomp is mm-hmm. one bad 
I can't use the word because right. this is a family friendly podcast. Um, right. But yeah, no. Um, yeah, I saw that one uh, and uh, I didn't realize that people were that upset about it. I was like, you know, really, this is what we're complaining about. There are so many <laughs> bad shinies out there. We're, we're complaining about shiny Garchomp. Okay. Well, you know, yeah. um, you know, let's, let's oh, go and talk about shiny freaking, you know, Venusaur, which is just slightly more <laughs> green, you know, Venusaur. <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Well, we've got a, a decent show today. Um, yeah. You know, not no big news like we had last week, but lots of lots of little news um, yeah. coming out. Um, I'm, I'm going to call an audible. Um, okay. Though, and, you know, uh, we were going to go and talk, have a decent uh, segment about some anime stuff that came out over the weekend. But I think, you know, I, I would feel bad if we talked about that without Megan. That's true. Okay. So we're we're going to replace that with the thing that you had mentioned talking oh, about. Oh, perfect, because that's what I was going to suggest. Okay, so I was talking about I was thinking about this over over the weekend while doing uh, the community day, mm-hmm. and uh, I have come to the realization that I over I overthink gifting in in Pokemon Go quite a bit, and uh, it's one of those things where look when I when I'm in New York. I don't think about it as much. Well, mm-hmm. actually, no, I lied. I do. Uh, there are so many more Pokestops, you know, per square mile in uh, in New York that like when your you know, your buddy goes out to collect gifts or whatever, they're from a wide variety of places. Right. Um, and they're all whatever here. Uh, I have nothing but churches around me. And uh, so all I get are churches that okay. are gifts. For, that are nearby and it's not that i'm not not religious but like i definitely have friends who definitely aren't and like those are the only gifts i can send them and so <laughs> i was like so so sometimes i'm like oh crap do i need to send this person like you know a church a, a, a church gift or uh or, or or whatever like what are what are what is that person gonna gonna say or like when i'm at new york and when i'm in new york and i get you know like a bunch of like either like random art installations or playground stuff or when i'm in the city you get a bunch of stuff and so like i'll send them to people who i'll save those and send them to people who i know have lived in new york and have left uh new york like mm-hmm. i'll send them like the the fancy ones that as like nostalgia thing you know kind of things but yeah i don't know like i think i just overthink it like i you i want you 100% the gift overthink i send it. to someone to to be uh you know to be cool i guess i mean well that that requires you to be cool jim so you know that's that's wow. problem one uh but no you you 100 percent are overthinking it let me tell you about my <laughs> how how i send gifts uh step one do I have even any new friends that I can send a quick gift to to get that easy XP? Number two, do I have any friends that are close to moving up to the next tier so I can get that XP? Mm-hmm. Number three, who is the person that is closest to becoming best? I'm closest to becoming best friends with so I can get that XP. That is my gift. You know, basically that is my how how I do gifting is <laughs> you know um, it is all is all about the XP grind. Um, and other than that, I don't care. I, I will say um, I've been slacking something awful on my gift giving and it's been impacting yeah. my chase for shiny Mew. 
because I've mm. been a lazy bum and, you know, you need to send out 151 get- gifts. And that is so tedious. So I haven't yeah, been doing it gifts. because I'm just like, you know, I'll get around to it eventually. But since we had, um, you know, uh, Gibble Community Day, uh, like the day before, I was like, oh, I, I need to go and like finish up these gifts. I was at like 130. And so I was just like, you know, chucking gifts out left and right um, in order to get to 151 so I could start on the catch 30 <laughs> of every type of Pokemon because I could get Gibble, you know, dragon type Pokemon out of the way if I, uh, you know, could yeah. do Gibble Community Day. So now I only have one really pain in the butt type uh left to catch and that's steel types which you know it's it is hard for me to find steel types in the area that i live naturally yeah i'm sure there will be some event that will do steel types but there's just not as many steel types as there are uh a lot of other types in the game i was about to say there's not a lot of dragon types that are easy to catch and there's not a lot of steel types that are easy easy to catch oh that's a good point mel metal open the mystery box and i actually got that oh yeah I got that set up, you know, with Melmetal uh, or, you know, uh, not, it's not Melmetal. It's uh, Melton. Meltan. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I can't use Meltan because I, I went and transferred a shiny Gibble over to my Pokemon home the other day. Um, raids do count, but, you know, that requires me to do 30 raids. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you know, I don't live close to a gym. Like, I actually, I do live close to a gym, but it requires me to walk. And I'm still trying to get used to the concept of leaving my house. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, a uh, sad personal story. I may have a little bit of PTSD from this whole pandemic thing because going out in public, like, absolutely terrifies me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's your, you know, if we had a, um, like, sad trombone noise playing, we could yeah, have, you know, thrown that really in there for comedic yeah. effect. Um, yeah. Let's see here. Uh, what else do we got to talk about today? Um, Oh, oh, we have a bunch of Pokemon trading card game news. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, Jim Scott uh, actually had, you know, uh, and did you open those packs on on? Scamera? I did. I opened them on stream. Rankin got to see say, some of the, the other ones I got. I, I as soon as as soon as Jim, you know, does a card opening without me, um, you know, he starts <laughs> get getting great cards. cards. <laughs> I, I guarantee that any card packs that we open this week are going to be absolute trash. But an yeah. actual Pokemon trading card game news, real news. Okay. You go ahead and do that while I open up this pack. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll run through it. We we had three three bits of uh, of trading card game news. The big one is so um, Pokemon they have a corporate page that they kind of update like their overall production numbers about once a year, and they did a big update and they revealed that in the last twelve months between March twenty twenty and March twenty twenty one, so literally during the pandemic, they printed. 3.1 billion cards. That's a lot of cards. That is not only a record, but that is that is just that's just a ridiculous amount. Like, well, I, so it was funny because I, I I mentioned this on the stream yesterday that it seems like the production rate for Chilling Rain is bigger than normal. Mm-hmm. Now this is. This is a, a bigger set, right? Like mm-hmm. it is coming with all the, you know, your standard, you know, deck stuff and whatever. Um, but just in some of the shops and stuff that I, you know, folks have spoken to and whatever, don't seem to like they have no allocation worries or or anything like that. That like this one may be an, an easier set to get. 
I do remember that, you know, I mean, we've been talking about this for months, like yep. months um, that the Pokemon company is trying to increase their production orders. And we knew that was going to take time. So I think this is the first set that we're really seeing that like, you know, because because what was it? Was it earlier this year? Was it like really early this year? Was it late last year that they announced that? Yeah, we're having production issues because of COVID, but we've like increased our initial order. So I'm guessing that, you know, we're finally starting to see that take take, you know, effect, although over in Japan, they're still having major issues like they're they're doing random lotteries online to give away product because or to sell product because that's how much in demand these things are so yeah, the new ev set is you know really bad. well i mean it's an ev set right so yeah. like i totally i totally get that one right like if that set went or when that set inevitably makes its way over here is going to be a serious hot commodity for sure mm-hmm. uh but um but yeah, but anyway, Target started to sell Pokemon cards again. Yes, that was going to be my second bit of Pokemon <laughs> news was that Target is selling Pokemon cards once again. It was so, um, so was the whole was that whole thing performative? I don't think it was like I, I think that, you know, they needed to come up with a po- company wide policy before things really got out of hand, because a yeah. lot of, you know, different stores were doing different things. That was the problem. Like some stores were saying, all right, Fridays, Fridays are card days, you know, mm. stand out in line. We're going to get let you pick out two card packs and Friday is card day. And other stores were just like, you know, go freaking nuts. And yeah. also, I think that they needed to figure out how to handle this whole scalper thing. Um, you know, uh, it was, I do think it was a bit of an overreaction, um, yeah. you know, but there, I mean, I, I can say on an anecdotal level, because um, I asked about it, you know, at my, my local Target, and, mm-hmm. you know, they, they, they definitely had scalpers who were, like, running into the store and following. They apparently followed whoever the person that puts out the card stock on. And, like, yeah. they had people that were just, like, following him around. Like, they knew who they, they had, like, you know, uh, basically cased the joint, figured out what employee usually puts out card stock. And then on Friday, just, like, followed the guy around until he went into the back to pull out the card stock and they're like, this just isn't cool. Like he didn't feel safe. Yeah, no, that's like, you know, incredibly. And, and so, you know, don't, don't be that guy, right? Like, okay, people don't be that guy. Yeah. So, um, you know, Jim has switched over to card opening mode. Card, card cam. All right. Fire. Fire. Uh, I can never. Piona. I have no, I can't either. Fire resistant gloves. Gloves. Crabominable. That's a common card. Porygon. Uh, Porygon. Heracross. That's a cool looking card. Love to see our Beetle Boy back. Meditating Sobble. (laughs) Squovit Butt. Oh, man. Uh, Inky. Uh, Inky. Reverse Hollow Castiform. And it's like one of those toy photograph ones that I love. Uh, Everyone loves those. And Gallade. Well, so, still a cool looking card. Still a cool looking card. 
did I ever tell you like a few weeks ago when Battlestar or a few months ago when Battlestar came out, like I managed to get my hand on some of those cards and I did a draft for the neighborhood kids. So the na- we opened up the packs. I pulled out all the cards that, you know, were expensive. And then I mm. let the like kids like choose like one by one. And we did like a snake draft uh, mm. where they each picked out what cards they wanted. And like one of the girls was only pulling the like, uh, toy cards. So it's really oh, her, really? like first like four picks. <laughs> All right, here we go. Leaf. Okay. All right. Corilla. Fog Crystal. Brawly. Ghastly. Ladybug. Another Porygon. Swirlix. Sneasel. Reverse Hollow Viper. That's a cool looking yeah. Viper. These card, the card art, they've really stepped up their game. Yeah, and a uh, uh, Hollow Cresselia. Well, that's, that's a another, cool one. Yeah, it's another cool looking card. Yeah. Look at that. All right, we'll do one more, and then we'll uh, get no, back I- to business. Here we go. All right, fighting Porygon Two. Raboot. It's a cool Raboot. Scroll of the Skies, Furfru, Diglett, mm-hmm. Larvesta, Inkay, Rockruff. Oh, another cute one. Reverse Hollow, Aaron, and uh, Sawsbuck. Okay, well, cool so like one. I said, you know, you uh, a second second that I get involved, and yeah. uh, <laughs> it just goes, it just goes totally south. Uh, uh, Oops! Well, didn't, didn't mean to turn my camera off. That Jim, was, Jim just you know, Jim just disappears. Christian's going it alone. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll, we'll we'll do some more uh, afterwards. Is there any more uh, trading card game news we need to talk about? Otherwise, oh uh, yeah, there is. Oh, yeah, there is. Oh, there is one. There is more bit of. Uh, so we found out a little bit more about the 25th anniversary set, which it's still kind of we don't know a lot about it, like what it's going to entail. Um, however, it seems like the actual set is going to be pretty small because the actual 25th anniversary set booster packs, which this is going to be kind of like Shining Fates yeah. and stuff like that, where you can't get like the sets just on their own. Um, they're, they're you won't be able like to those. get you won't be able to get boxes of boosters or things. Yeah, like that. Like you can that only kind of you can only get them in like box sets and, you know, tins and stuff like that. They are the, the actual 25th anniversary booster packs that come in all this product will be mini packs so containing four cards instead of 10 um that's cool which is uh odd like you know uh so i'm a little bit curious what that means for um you know how how big the set is going to be like you know it can't be more than 30 or 40 cards you'd think um i'm i'm like I said, I'm I'm curious. Like, how? What are they going to charge for these things? Like, yeah. Like That's it, what I wonder too. Like, what if they? Do you think if they started ch- charging a premium for some of these sets, that would that? I don't think that would deter anybody. I mean, it know, would probably deter a casual player, which is not the person you don't want to deter. But at yeah. the same time, like, does it make sense for them to start a higher tier level aimed at collectors slash uh, scalpers? I, I you know. I'm I'm starting to wonder, like, just based on the sheer popularity level of the Pokemon mm-hmm. training card game, like I fully expect some point this year that Pokemon will overtake magic. 
Um, and mm. you know, there's a couple of reasons. One, um, Magic got hit really hard by COVID because you know um, Magic moves a lot of product during their organized play, and they haven't been doing that for the last year. Um, yeah. And also, Magic's got Magic Arena. Um, which they say has not been cannibalizing sales because collectors and who plays Magic Arena are two totally different things. But, yeah. you know, I, I think there's there's a little bit difference. And so I would not be surprised if we start seeing more secret. Li- I mean, we're already kind of seeing it over in Japan, you know, because they're releasing this Pokemon trading card. They're releasing Pokemon Center exclusive content, which has like alternate art, has, you know, uh, different types of product. Like, you know, um, like different card sleeves, different things like that. Um, So I would not be surprised, to be honest, if we start seeing like, you know, like basically the equivalent to secret layers um, for the Pokemon game. Like I'm becoming more and more convinced that we're going to see that here. Yeah, but those secret layer cards don't hold any real value. Uh, I mean, they do and they don't. I mean, I think it really depends on like uh, they're fantastic looking cards. I mean, they're cool cards, right? Like I just I look at the like some of the most recent sets, right? They did a Bob Ross one and Mm -hmm. a Walking Dead one, at least to my to my recollection. And like if you wanted to go pick them up on eBay or wherever, like they're not that expensive. Yeah. Um, And so, you know, they're cool. Um, I don't think, I think the thing, the thing that I haven't seen though, is I haven't seen any of them graded. And so I wonder if that maybe changed, changes things. Um, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I I do not, I, I, I have to say, I'm not super familiar with like the magic, the gathering secondary market. Like I am Pokemon secondary market. I don't even like, I, I'm assuming uh, obviously there's some, it's got, it has one. Uh, it but, has, but I think there's there's Magic puts out way more cards per set that mm-hmm. makes it uh, that makes you know generally with Pokemon you get two or three cards that break out as like the thing, but you also get a lot of cards in like the ten to twenty dollar range as well, yeah. right? And then and then everything else is basically just worthless. Magic the gap is is much farther, at least from what I've seen, where you know the the rare cards are very few and far between, and everything else seems like um, you know they, they're more like in the five dollar range than anything else. Oh, Not okay. necessarily like you know anything more than uh, thirty forty bucks as new sets come out. And so I'm yeah. sure they I'm sure they appreciate right, but. Um, but but like none of them have that same rush that the Pokemon cards get. Yeah. Okay. I get. You know that makes a lot of sense to me. I I get it. Cool. Uh, All right. Well, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be back in sixty seconds, and we'll talk more Pokemon. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, I do want to mention uh, on the trading card front, because I did see some uh, some folks pointed out. Uh, yes, Logan Paul did uh, wear a Charizard out to the ring last night. And, you know, as soon as as soon as that happened, I just saw my, my timeline on Twitter just like explode, basically. Then, so, then yeah, he, he wore one of his BGS 10 first edition Shadowless Charizards out to the ring. Uh, as a necklace you know i i don't have anything to, nice to say about um any of that although you know anyone who um paid 
uh, money uh, to, to do that, um, you know, kind of deserves what they got. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, you know, it's funny because uh, Roland, our, uh, you know, the gaming editor, uh, he, he like, you know, I pointed out, like, I, I knew that was going to be something that, you know, needed to be written about today. And so I threw it in Asana and he's like, uh, yeah, it's, it's probably about time to write about that. And I was like, I would have, I was dealing with D and D stuff, you know, breaking. Yeah, we, we hit it last night. Um, oh, did we guys hit it last night? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see it. Oh, yeah, well, there. at least oh. it should be. Uh, well, if not, then anyway. I will write it. Um, <laughs> uh, it's coming. Yeah. Uh, so uh, anyway, what I was going to say was I say anyway. So that, that so that was that. And that was uh, it's always interesting when like stuff like that happens, right? Like people just talk about the um, uh, you know the prevalence of Pokemon in pop culture, mm. right? And like how that has um, what kind of effect that has on just like everyday stuff. And so like, it's cool to see, you know, of course it was Logan Paul. And so like everyone rolls their eyes a little bit and, um, but like, yeah, but you know, it is, it is what it is. But on the flip side, more positive trading card uh, gang news. Um, some, uh, there was a, a kid who in an effort to, uh, raise some funds for a vet bill, Mm. uh, sold a bunch of his Pokemon cards. And, uh, in turn, the Pokemon company sent him some cards back. Yeah, uh, as the news as the news got back to them, so uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's that, the that was the company to do. That was a, like the feel good and bad human interest story of the week, where it's like yeah. you know this the kid went viral. So basically, what happened was the kid uh, his his dog had parvo, which is a virus that requires some pretty expensive treatment. Um, mm-hmm. Like I think it was like seven or eight hundred dollars. And so, you know, they were trying to figure out how to take care of their puppy. And so the kid went to school and started selling his Pokemon cards like outside of school. And so uh, his mom was, you know, set up a GoFundMe and then posted a picture was like, hey, you know, like we obviously love this dog and look what my kid is doing, you know, to try to raise money. And like, you know, I don't think realistically, I think like the kid, you know, the kid ended up making like 70 bucks off of selling Pokemon cards to other kids. Not, not yeah. off, but you know, something that he should, you know, in a, in a fairer world, he should have never needed to do. Um, right. And so the Pokemon company went and found out about this and sent him um, like six theme decks and um, uh, battle Academy. So, yeah. you know, uh, not replacing the individual cards he lost, but you know, he's like, a, yeah, I think he's like, I forget how old he is, but he's pretty young. Um, mm. So, um, you know, uh, yeah, it's a cool so, thing. Yeah, yeah. like it, it, it cool all worked out. Then the puppy is okay, and they raised so much money. They're actually going to give the excess money to help other pets in need. Um, awesome. Yeah, so that's uh, yeah. I'm 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 I was very happy about how that all worked out. So nice little feel good story. If you want to feel good about about the world for once. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so let's see here. Let's. What else do we have to talk about this week? Uh, oh, slowpoke event starts. Slowpoke. Uh, yeah. So tomorrow, Galarian Slowpoke, Galarian Slowbro, and Mega Slowbro all come to the Pokemon. Uh, to Pokemon Go to the Pokemon Go. Sound like a you know OSU football player there. Um, you know. So uh, 
Let's see here. So let's let's run down this really quick. Um, we're getting a collection challenge. Uh, obviously, the big thing is new Pokemon, Galarian Slowpoke, Galarian Slowbro. You have to, uh, Galarian Slowpoke will have an interesting evolution format. Um, you need to catch 30 poison type Pokemon when it's your buddy. Um, so, you know, I, I really like that Pokemon Go is starting to switch things up a little bit. Um, we're getting more and more of those Pokemon that just, you know, uh, they don't evolve normally in the games. So, you know, they're finding getting creative instead of just going, yep, 50 candies, go forth and do this thing. Um, so that, that uh, uh, you know, yeah, that that's cool. Uh, let's see here. Um, Slowpoke, uh, Slackoff, Gulpin, Spoink, and others will all be appearing more often. Um, Galarian Slowpoke is only appearing in one-star raids. Um oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, one star raids, and let's see here. Uh, what else? Um, and also, if you col- uh, complete um, some field research, that's how you get Galarian Slowpoke as well. Um, so you know, a little bit difficult. Um, yeah, and there's also going to be a collection challenge, so that that'll be nice. And you get a Slowpoke Forever shirt, whatever that is. I mean, I'm I'm all for it. Uh, Slowpoke is a personal fave of mine, as obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um well i uh i just sent richard uh a thing for him to pull some photos of because on that we can't talk about Slowpoke and not talk about something that finally the pokemon center in the states and canada are selling i totally forgot about this I, this totally a i totally missed this life-size Slowpoke that is four hundred and fifty dollars available now at the Pokemon Center. a good use of your money clearly (laughs) look if you just got your tax return there you go head on over to pokemon center (laughs) do do you want slowpoke you know do you are you getting your child credit you know go (laughs) 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 oh man i'm terrible Uh, uh Maybe oh, Richard, just a, just a little more time. He's going to let it, let us know when, when he's ready. You guys have to see this thing. This thing is massive. And it's one of those things where look, right? Like the, the, the Snorlax thing, uh, I think inevitably ended up coming to America, but more as a, a, a beanbag. Um, and less as a, a giant, a giant plush. Uh, we never got, I don't think, did we get long boy meowth, glaring meowth? I think we did. Oh, did I, we? I know we got one of them. I don't think we got the life-sized one. These life-sized ones are really hard to justify, you know, because um, they cost I mean, a are lot they, money. Though? I mean, are they, are they hard to justify? I mean, for the U.S. Pokemon centers, yes. <laughs> uh, all right, Richard, let's, let's show, it, uh, show it up on screen. There it is. Look at that thing. It, it is... It is enormous. And for those who are listening to the show, I forgot also to mention this while we were doing uh, the cards. Uh, Richard, do you have the back view of this one? That uh, if you are listening and want to watch the show live, look at that. That is just, it's so big. Uh, if you want to watch the show live, we do it live on Twitch, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. across the pond. Uh, you can see a lot of the things that that we talk about here uh, and see and do. Uh, otherwise, if you want to see what we're talking about, all we have stories on all of this stuff available at comicbook.com. So uh, just for, gotta, always got to remember the people who are listening because uh, at first, before we started doing this uh, live streaming thing, they were the ones who were here first and they're very important. Important to uh, 
<laughs> See, there you go. Calder, buy Slowpoke plus cut off tail, make profit. So there you go. <laughs> um, uh, okay. So, all right, let's, uh, let's move on. Um, uh, there's a, a pretty big gaming event this week. Yes. Uh, E3. Um, yes. probably not going to get any major Pokemon news. Probably so, not. Sorry, sorry, so- sorry to be a downer folks. So, you know, if, if we are lucky, we will get a uh, new trailer. So so let's let's do the caveats here. Yep. We will probably get something Pokemon at yes. E3. We have gotten something Pokemon almost every year dating back to, I think, 2013. So literally as and we always I always, um, you know, joke that um, we, um, you know, I, 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 you know, always joke because, you know, I, I started writing about video games because of Pokemon and, you know, like, so E3 was, yeah, I always just joke, oh, E3 doesn't really matter to me because we never cover Pokemon stuff during E3. And yet, we actually have gotten Pokemon news every single year. Um, but it probably won't be anything huge. They will acknowledge the fact that we are getting Pokemon games. We may get yeah. new trail, uh, a new trailer of uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Um, but uh, that that is about it. Um, so, you know, if you're expecting more than that, such as, uh, you know, and, and in the comments, we already have somebody going it, but we better have a, uh, you know, Gen 9 announcement. And like, I don't think it's going to happen. Like, uh, yeah, no, uh, I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, yeah, they, they, po- these those things don't come from don't come at E3 from from Pokemon. Like, I think if anything, we may get some, like, like you said, dates and a trailer. And like, yeah, well, we might get Pokemon Unite news. Uh, even that, man, um, they, like, are they, is that game in trouble or do they just not care about that game? They, they well, it's just, it's not marketed for people uh, for here in the US. You know, That's it's true. It's being developed, it's being developed, you know, by Tencent. And, you know, it's going to be huge and, you know, not here in the United States. Like, I think it will be a game that exists in the United States. Like, it'll do fine. Um, but, you know, where it's really going to make its bread and butter is, um, you know, China. Um, China <laughs> and... Call, and call, call 27. Pokemon Sleep is about to become, like, the new, uh, you know, uh, Pokemon Snap for us, right? That's yeah. going to just be the, the, the game that we have to keep talking about to will it into existence. <laughs> you know, it's... Uh, I don't. I. I would. It would not surprise me if they realize that Pokemon Sleep. There was just no interest in it. Oh, new Pokemon Christian, Snap. This is a. This is a company that that greenlit a toothbrushing like app for children. They're not going to greenlight Sleep. Uh, you know. <laughs> I. I don't know. Like. Um, <laughs> I. Yeah, it's a, it'll it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see. I think the, um, you know, the hope is that we get something. I mean, we're probably coming up on another Pokemon Direct relatively soon. Um, just you know, in in the time frame of the games that we know are coming and uh, of stuff that that is definitely you know of potential on the horizon, mm-hmm. and so um, so we just, we just gotta be a little, little be a little more patient um, and say and to that point too. Nintendo also doesn't usually do anything big or major at E3 too. They are That's- participating this year. 
That's not entirely true. They they've done I, some big announcements like, at E3. They I mean but they, like but not they don't regularly do it though, right? The, so the the difference is is so unlike other stu- you know, they do they they have had an E3 thing every year where they announce some big games and they they you know uh do stuff. You know, I think part of it is it's been it will be going on 3 years since yeah. we did um you know, you know had a normal E3. But the big, big issue, yeah, they do, they do a treehouse. They usually, uh, you know, do uh, more gameplay uh, stuff. You know, they don't do the big presentations. Like, you know, they have a, a Pokemon uh, Nintendo Direct, um, and you know, when you compare that to like, you, have, you, you've seen how you know, like Sony, like, welcome, like, look, we have a full orchestra. Um, you know, to do announcements, and here's the killers to announce. You know, The Last of Us Part Three. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, uh, we're going to make you real sad this time. Um, you know, like that's that's the sort of you know announcements that they do. You know, uh, yeah. that people expect at E3 and Nintendo directs like here's this 40 minute video that we had our video department cobbled together. Enjoy. Um, and so like people people don't think of it as like you know as big of a deal. Um, yeah. E3 uh, will be running next week in Lightbird Pokefan. So uh, Nintendo's thing actually will be a week from tomorrow, uh, June 15th. They are yeah. kind of closing out the presentations, but uh, Sony, Xbox, um, a bunch of other studios will be you know doing stuff all throughout. Um, I believe it starts Friday. I no Saturday, Saturday. So we get stuff Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. We'll be all there like announcements. Um, mm. But yeah, no, we'll, yeah, people are like poke Nintendo switch pro news. I'm hoping, I think yeah, that's going mean, to be the I mean, big look, thing. That's how, how great would it be if they announce the Pokemon switch pro and then announce that uh, legends is uh will be a, a, a game for it. No, cause I think be that that's the one to punch that, yeah. that I think would make a big, great announcement. Um, you know, for, for E3, uh, like that's, and what, and what a game to go with, right? Like if you're going to, you know, if all the rumors or whatever are correct in the sense that, um, you know, it's going to be 4k and upscaled and whatever, like why not go with Pokemon, Pokemon's first open world game kind of thing to, to really show off, uh, you know, what, what this machine can do. No, I think that's, no, that's, that's a, that's a, I like, like I said, I'll be buying. Oh, call, call, Calder makes a, a good point that I can't see them alienating everyone. I think that I think it'll be both. I think you can get like you'll be able to get, you know, an upscaled version for the the you know the pro. Like you stick the game in and it knows which one it needs to it needs to run. I think it's yeah. going to be both. But yeah. um, but yeah. So anyway, that's our E three preview. Don't expect much, but maybe something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris, you want to give us the Pokemon fact of the week? Uh yeah sure um so centret we're we're doing doing our cent you know we're continuing our trek through the Johto Pokedex mm-hmm. um so we have centret uh you know the the interesting thing about centret there's two facts one about centret and one about furret the centret fact is is centret you know as their name suggests they literally have a sentry who kind of keeps watch over them while they sleep so when packs of centret go to sleep they actually designate a centret to serve as a sentry to keep an eye out for danger um mm. you know just a little goofy fact i mean centrets kind of their thing is they stand on their tails it makes a lot of sense um you know so it'll uh 
yeah, you know, so it's kind of a kind of kind of an interesting thing. Um, and then the other one is uh, that you know, furret is actually a carnivore. Oh wow! Yeah, furret hunts ratata, which you know, if you think like it's a weasel, I maybe or maybe it's a you know, uh, you know. Yeah, but no, it's it's and and yeah, that's the other thing. So like Centroid is a long Pokemon. It's like six feet long, but they like talk about constantly. <laughs> it it's like uh it can like you know squeeze into very tiny places. So um yeah, that's it's a, it's a it's one of those weird Pokemon that you don't think about until like because all of it's like, yeah, it can squeeze into really tiny places. Like, well, no one gives a crap about that. And then you see how long the damn thing is, and then you're like, <laughs> Oh man, that's really creepy. That's actually really freaking creepy. Yeah. That's like, you know, whew, that's oh, a, yeah, Centred, Centred is a, or uh, Furred, excuse me, Furred is a big, big Pokemon. Like, I, the, they do not do justice in the games. I'm going to say, like, how do you hide a thing like that? Like, you can't hide a thing like that in tall grass. Yeah, well, you know, it's because it can compress really well. It's oh, all fur. God. It's all fur. God. So yeah, so you know, just some mildly creepy information to to kick off your. You imagine kick off somewhere, your somewhere, some PG thirteen or R rated Pokemon show just, uh, you know, opens with a kid uh, stumbling upon a, a ferret feasting on a Rattata, and it's just like, whoa! <laughs> oh man! Well, Terrifying. yeah. So there you go. Furt, furt eats Rattata. You know, Whew. just a just a rodent on rodent violence there. <laughs> It's establishing its superiority, uh, you know, as as the superior rodent Pokemon. Uh, well, that's all I got. <laughs> yep. Um, I think that's uh, that's all we got for today. We are we're, we're going to talk about Poketunes next week because uh, you know that, that is something that uh, we know we, we you know as Megan as she covers the anime pretty intensely that that's something we definitely want to talk about with her there. So we're going to skip on the tunes today. Uh, I will say uh, go watch them so that way next week you can come back and we can talk about them. And uh, and yeah, other than that, we'll get through some of the end of the episode business. So, uh, like I said, best way to support the show, obviously, head on over to iTunes, leave us a five-star review. Uh, sometimes we read them on the air. I'm actually now checking out to see if we have any new ones. I think we did. So maybe I'll pick one out to read today if the internet loads. Um, otherwise, other ways to, to support the show also include following us uh, on Twitter or at PokemonPodCB. And you can uh, find, uh, uh, you know, you can find us individually on Twitter. Oh, we do have a review. So let me go. Let me do that before we we go through all all of that. Uh, okay, <laughs> from present Kecleon, I am physically present. Well, I just recently discovered this amazing podcast, and I binged all the episodes over the last two weeks while at work. I've always liked Pokemon, but this podcast has revived my passion for the franchise. It has inspired me to go back and replay some of the games, and even finish watching Sun and Moon so I can start journeys. Speaking of, y'all have really done go dirty. Hot Take Go is actually a good character. Sure, he's made mistakes, but he's also like ten. He deserves a little slack. Also, Christian's description of Kecleon, a Pokemon that exists, made me think of, uh, think that it's the kind of Pokemon that if it was a, a co-host of the of a podcast would int- introduce itself with each episode simply by saying, "I am physically present." Well, like Kecleon and Christian, you guys can count me to be physically present for future episodes. Great podcast. Oh, that's great. I love it. Yeah. Oh. So there we go. 
All right. Well, with that said, we're going to call it a day and we hope you guys tune in to us next week. Like I said, we stream live every Monday, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. across the pond and talk to catch us on Twitter. I'm at Jim Biscardi and I'm at Seahoffer Seabus. And I'm going to keep opening up some packs as the week progresses. I'll post uh, post them up on a Pokemon Pod CB Twitter account. Hopefully we'll get some good ones and we'll open up some more packs next week. And then maybe uh, I think I may pick up one of the Elite Trainer boxes. And so if I do, maybe we'll do a separate breaking uh, on Twitch for that. And we'll let you guys know and give you plenty of notice. So until next time, folks, we'll catch you later. 